Fix the World, Episode 5, End Poverty. I'm Doug Dix. If all the money were distributed equally, everyone would be rich. There's plenty of money. According to the Credit Suisse Global Wealth Report, global wealth totaled $464 trillion. If you divide that by all adults, each would have $87,000 at the end of 2021. Poverty exists because rich people think they want excessive wealth more than they want an end to poverty, so they hoard. We'll end poverty by teaching kids, rich and poor alike, that hoarding may seem attractive at first glance, but it's never what anyone really wants. Almost half the world's people are poor, living on less than $5.50 a day, or $2,000 a year. Can you imagine procuring personal and family necessities for such a small sum? At any given time, every bit of money is owned by someone. If I take ownership of more money, it's because, it's because others lost what I took. My gain is others' loss. I can't get richer except by making others poorer. The adage is causal. The poor get poorer as the rich get richer because the rich get richer. Rich people think they don't want to understand this. They pretend that getting richer is all gain and no loss. They don't want to realize the harm they do by taking more than their fair share. And they take enormously more than anything resembling their fair share. The richest 10% of all people owns 85% of all that can be owned, leaving the remaining 90% of people to struggle with 15% of the stuff. And everyone with wealth greater than $138,000 is in that top 10%, me included. We can't enjoy our greed if we know the harm it causes, the harm we cause. So we try to ignore it. But truth is difficult to, to ignore. And it's difficult to ignore because by instinct, we love truth above all. The poor half of all people owns just 1% of all there is to own. Some rich people double down, arguing that we can all get rich together, as, for instance, when oil was discovered. I don't know about all getting rich together, but let's assume for the moment that it was possible. What these rich neglect is that some people got phenomenally richer. Think of Rockefeller, Hunt, Getty. And there's a price to pay, and our kids and their kids will pay for every barrel of oil 
they'll have less resource, more pollution, and more people in need. So don't be distracted. It's the first law of thermodynamics that matters here. And it's supremely simple. The sum total of matter and energy is fixed. What makes this law relevant is that matter and energy is all that can be owned. Some will argue that knowledge can be owned. Yes, it's intellectual property. But knowledge is made of neurons, and they are matter and energy. Money is just a certificate of ownership. Once we appreciate the zero-sum nature of economy, we naturally begin to care about our fair share. And that kind of care can fix the world. Don't hold it back. But our capitalist, consumer culture does all it can to hold it back. Caring and sharing aren't taught in school, college, church, or synagogue. With 8 billion people on our planet and more on the way, things are bound to get tight. And we're not equipped to deal with that. Throughout our history as a species, people were scarce. Even a hundred years ago, there were only two billion of us scattered across the globe. A hundred years before that, there were less than one billion. No one ever worried about taking more than their fair share of anything. But now, and for the remainder of our time as a species, not taking more than our fair share will be our principal concern. For everyone to have enough, no one can take much more than they need. Greed is our enemy. Luxury will grow ever more obsolete as austerity grows ever more necessary. Stop thinking you want more than your fair share. It won't be an easy stop, but until everyone has enough, no one is entitled to extra. That's what follows from all being created in equal in worth. This truth, however, runs contrary to every impulse in our materialistic, hedonistic, consumer culture. From birth, we're taught to want more. More comfort, more leisure, more luxury, more convenience, more success, more fun, more money. There's no end. Acquisition has become our habit, our way of life. We don't give it a second thought. But the result is ever less satisfaction. That's not what you want. Change will be difficult, but most good things are difficult. Our kids and their kids deserve our best effort. Without it, our kids and their kids could be the last kids. Enough is enough. Be grateful for having the necessities. Donate your extra. But be careful for deception, inefficiency, incompetence, and outright corruption are common among charities. And the charity watchdogs are sleeping on the job. 
I'll discuss how to evaluate charities in a future episode. Until then, know this. No one earns their station in life. Some people are born into good families with wealth, health, talent, personality, looks, and luck, while others get the short end of the stick. Some grow up to be roaringly rich, while others languish in poverty. But no one earns anything. It's all a matter of luck. Now, rich people object to this vehemently. They know they earn their wealth by talent and effort. I agree. But how did they acquire the talent and the drive to work hard? There are only three answers. Genes, environment, and luck. But no one earns these three things. They acquire all three by luck. If you were lucky enough to inherit genes for talent and genes for hard work, and lucky enough to grow up in an inspiring environment, and in addition benefited from lucky breaks, be grateful. And don't look down on people who were less fortunate. If you had their genes and grew up in their environment with their lack of luck, you'd be them. And if they had your genes, environment, and luck, they'd be you. This is how we're all equal in worth, despite our enormous differences in accomplishments. The cardiovascular surgeon and the janitor would reverse roles if they reversed their genes, environment, and luck. The only reason the cardiovascular surgeon earns more money than the janitor is because the surgery is more valuable than the maintenance. But once we realize that the surgeon and the janitor are equal in worth, that their only difference is a matter of luck, we want to equalize their pay. But salary and wages are only a small fraction of wealth. According to Oxfam International, quote, rich people's income is mostly unearned, derived from returns on their assets. Yet, it is taxed on average at 18%, just over half as much as the average top tax rate on wages and salaries, unquote. It is common for rich people to acquire more than half their wealth by inheritance, which is not taxed or taxed at a very low rate. It's impossible for any reasonable person to imagine that wealth acquisition or distribution is fair. And that's the key to ending poverty, for fairness or justice is what we all do really want. To end poverty, two things have to happen. One, the rich need to give their extra to the poor. And two, the poor need not to want more than their fair share. How do we make this happen? The answer is the same for both. Education. Teach rich and poor alike that none of us really want more than our fair share 
while others are suffering with less than enough. To get what we really want, we all must embrace austerity. We must donate our extra, either to fair taxes or effective charities. A future episode will explain how to recognize such charities. Thanks for listening. Please tune in next week.